Welcome to the Fox River Podcast. We are a church with a heart for people and the message of Jesus. It is our desire that you'll be drawn closer to God through today's teaching. To access notes from today's message, go to foxriverchristian.org slash message. Thanks for listening. Hey, Fox River, how's it going? All right. If we haven't met, my name is Bill, and I'm so glad to be here. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for these minutes we're about to share. All right. Hey, this weekend is awesome, right? Last weekend was pretty cool for me personally. I'm just going to share a little bit. I, I participated in my first triathlon one week ago. Yeah, so, so if, you're like, if you don't know what triathlon is, it's, it's the swim, and then it's the bike, and then it's the run. It's kind of all three vet events in a row. It's, it's kind of crazy. I didn't know how crazy it was till I got into it, actually. But um, man, it, it, I had trained um, seriously the entire year, like nine months. I trained for it leading up to the event. I checked the forecast. It was like a perfect day, all right? Sunny, um, like 60s, all right? Just like perfect exercise weather and just a very slight, calm, two-mile-an-hour wind. It was like, oh man, this is going to be great, we show up the next morning, we step out of the car, the first thing we notice is this like 10 to 12 mile an hour wind, like, uh-oh. We look over here, we look to the water, shout out to Brian and Will, by the way, uh, mis compadres, okay, we, we went there and then like we look at the water, it's all choppy, and the first thing I thought was like, uh-oh, I never trained in anything like this, okay, I practiced in the pool, I practiced on a nice calm lake, but not that, but... I know how to swim. It'd be fine, right? So anyways, so the, the wind, it was just shaping up. It was going to be horrible. Anyways, so, so we, we, we get onto the start line uh, a couple hours after that, and, and the guy over the loudspeaker says, go. So, so I run. I'm running. I'm running, you know, high knees because you don't want to trip on the water as you're running in. So high knees, and then I finally get a little deep, and I, I jump in, and I'm, I'm swimming, and I, gotta, and I breathe in water. I'm like, uh-oh. You know, and that kind of, like, you know, rattles you to say the least. You got to cough it up and all that. You're not supposed to breathe in water. And, and then I'm like, okay, here we go. So I start swimming again, and, and I take another breath, and again. Yeah, because those weight, I wasn't used to it, right? So, so I'm just like, okay, <laughs> I'm really struggling. Um, like a couple hundred yards in, and this is a one-mile swim, so it's kind of long. So a couple hundred yards in, I remember just, just getting to a point and just, and this is a race, right? I, I get to this point, and I'm just treading water. It's not what you want to do in the middle of a race. And, and everybody's just passing me by. And I'm not a world-class swimmer, so don't mishear me. But, but I'm okay. And, and I know I should be somewhere kind of in the middle of the pack, you know. But, but man, all of a sudden, it's getting kind of lonely out in the water. Like, nobody's there because everybody passed me by. Man, and then, then I look to my right. I, can, I, can, I mean, I see it right now in my mind. I look to the right. I see a person getting pulled out of the water by, like, a police boat. Okay, and I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, so not only am I frustrated because I'm treading water instead of racing and swimming, but now I'm kind of like getting stressed to say the least because I'm like looking at that person, am I next? And then I start to think, man, am I gonna, because I set some goals for this race, right? I'm, am I gonna finish as well as I had hoped? And, and the clear answer was no. Um, <laughs> And then the next thought, you can probably guess the next thought, I'm like, man, am I going to finish at all, right? Man, it was just really, really, really stressful. So how many people are, like, stressed just listening to that story? You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> That's what I figured, you know? Like, so, hey, maybe you're going through um, just a crazy amount of stress right now in your life. Most, most people have said this. 
that 2021 has been the most stressful year they have ever encountered. All right? Maybe, maybe you in your life, maybe there's an area where everyone's just kind of passing you by. All right? You go to church. Everyone's just kind of like passing you by, and they're, they're even smiling. Like, everything's just fine. Maybe you're at work, and you're just kind of like stressed out, and everybody just seems to be doing all right, okay? And what's that area of life where people are just passing you by? But, man, you're really, if you're honest, you're just really struggling. You're like treading water. Okay? God wants to help you and I in our stress today. And by God's grace and according to his perfect will, these next few minutes, I pray that they're a blessing to us all. Lord, I mean, Lord, the, the entire Fox River community, right? In person, online, every campus, all that. I pray, Lord, that, that, you, that you bless us now, that, that we are ready to receive the grace and the strength and the hope that he's offering us today, and that we might even discover together how cool would this be, especially for those of us like really in the thick of it, feeling stressed out of our minds, right? That we might even discover the solution to stress. Wouldn't that be nice? Okay, yeah, yeah. So let's look to him, but, but we're going to start that by praying, okay? So let's pray. Father, thank you for today. It's a gift. We say thank you, Lord Jesus. I pray that today in these precious minutes, in all of eternity, Lord, here we have these minutes right now. God, I pray that we would hear from you. And how terrible would it be if we just heard from you, but we didn't understand what you're trying to tell us. So, Lord, we not only pray for hearing, but we pray for, God, understanding. And God, by your grace, by the power of your Holy Spirit, somehow, some way, Lord, that we might even respond to what you're telling us. And then we might choose to walk with you in a new way, God, that, that we will be a changed people, a changed church, Lord, having spent this time together with you. Lord, in all of that, Lord, certainly above all of that, we, we, we ask this, Lord, that you would be glorified. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, let's turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Go ahead and turn there in your Bible, if you would, or your digital device. As we get into 2 Corinthians chapter 4, here's a few things that, that we should just get on the same page with. Paul wrote the letter, 2 Corinthians. He wrote it to his friends, his dear friends. He loved them dearly uh, that were in the city of Corinth. All right, the city is still there. It's in Greece. All right, so he's writing his friends, and he's writing them in this part of the letter in particular. He's, he's sharing with them the stress that he has felt because he's a follower of Christ, okay? So he's sharing that with them, and in that kind of suffering, because when you're stressed, you suffer a bit, right? Am I right in saying that? Okay. So, so he's saying that kind of suffering, listen, that suffering has been terrible, but it's resulted in good, and that's one of the gems that Pastor Guy brought out last week. If you haven't seen that message or heard it, got to check it out. He shared with us this, this gem from Romans 8.28, which says this, basically, that, that not all things are good, but God works all things for good, right? To those who love him and are called according to his purpose, for believers, those who are Christians, those who have received Jesus, all right? So the stress you're facing today, know this. God is working in it, all right? Know this, the stress you're facing, he's working in it for your good. He's working in it, and we're gonna get more into this in a few minutes. He's working it for the good of others, and he's also working it for his glory. And he's gonna bring even more good from it if we're willing to look to him 
and trust him even when we're stressed. All right, so let's get into it. We're going to start in verse 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. Here we go. Paul is writing this. He says, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God, not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side. Listen, we're feeling the stress. The walls are coming in. Paul is saying that, but we're not crushed. We're perplexed, like we're kind of confused here. What's going on? I don't know if you ask that question sometimes. What is going on? God, what is happening right now? Perplexed, but not in despair, because we know who has us, right? Persecuted. People hate us. They want to harm us. And it hurts sometimes, doesn't it? Persecuted, but not abandoned. God, you have never let us go. Struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus. Like it feels like, man, Jesus, you, you, you took a beating, and I feel like I'm taking a beating now too, and it's because I belong to you. What's going on, all right? We carry around, uh, we, we always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake so that his life, may also be revealed in our mortal bodies. All right, a lot to unpack here. We're not going to get into even a lot of it. But the one thing we're going to look at, because it's kind of cool and it's really important, is this treasure piece. Man, if, if, if you're a Christian, you have been so blessed by God. You've heard the gospel. All right? You have, you've, you've believed it. You've understood it. You've, you've received Jesus. All right? Right? Believing that he died on the cross for your sins. And three days later, believing that he rose to life so that you could live too. You're so blessed. All right? Your sins have been forgiven. And on top of that, you've been given eternal life. You've been so blessed. And not only that, right? And, and, and not only that you received, and this is no small thing, not only that you received his Holy Spirit who lives inside of you as a believer in Jesus, but you possess a Holy Spirit, but you also have his treasure. You have knowledge of the gospel that saves. You have knowledge of, of what the gospel is. You know and you understand because you've experienced it that it is the power of God unto salvation for all who believe. You get it. And you get to share that treasure with everyone around you. Whoa, you have been blessed by God. He's giving you that treasure so that you could be a blessing to others. But, this is the caveat. And I wish, it, I wish this wasn't true. I know you do too once I say it. But when you say yes to Jesus, there is a particular stress that kind of comes along with it, Right? Paul knew that. Paul certainly felt it. Now, maybe you've said yes to God by saying yes to the church and saying yes to work and saying yes to family and yes to friends, right? And yes to every opportunity that comes your way, right? And now you're just trying to make a difference for Jesus in the world. And you're trying to burn the candle at like two or maybe even three ends. And now your schedule's crazy busy and you're crazy busy. And that's just stressful. Anybody kind of busy with your schedule? Anybody? Okay, I'm not the only one. And some days I'm just like, man, I just, 
I got to get out of the EAC. Finding Nemo reference right there. I got to get out. I, gotta get. I don't know why that popped in my mind. Anyways, okay. I got to get out. I just need a break, you know, like, man. Oh. While it might be wise for us to scale things back a little bit, we can be encouraged in this for sure. God is working in our stress, and he's working it for good. We saw in verses 10 and 11, there were a lot of words there, so we'll just kind of condense it, all right? In verses 10 and 11, we see this, that God tells us that when we say yes to Jesus and we get stressed because of it, he allows that to happen. God, why would you allow it? He allows that to happen so that we might look to him and that his, his life would shine, that his life and his light would shine and show through us to everyone who's present. For example... When you get into an argument with a loved one, maybe a family member, Nicole and I got into it the other night, it was not good, all right? It wasn't terrible, but it just wasn't good. You know, when you, you get in an argument with somebody you love and care about, it's just stressful, right? Like, I don't want to do this, right? So, so, so instead of getting nasty, which I wanted to get, instead of getting attitude-y, okay, and instead of trying to win the argument, because I want to win the argument, you know, instead of doing that, Rather, let's ask ourselves, when, when in that stressful situation, ask ourselves, man, how can I show the kindness and the calmness of Christ, right? In, in, instead of being so, so quick to speak, right, what if I instead am quiet and quick to listen? It's not easy, is it? I got to look to Jesus when I'm stressed, though. What if I'm somehow, and this is like so true, like most of the time for me, what if I somehow contributed to this argument? I mean, it's so easy for me just to, to say this, like, oh, Nicole, you started it, or whatever. Like, like what's your problem, you know? But like, what if, what if I contributed? What if I said a jab? Or what if I wasn't careful with what I was saying, and now there's a misunderstanding? Maybe an apology is in order. Maybe, maybe, maybe I can just humble myself and, and let that humility of Christ just kind of show in that situation. Am I praying for that other person? Are you praying for that other person? Right? Those are things that we can do to represent Christ and, and show and share his life with others. Verse 12. So then, death is at work in us. Because when that stress comes, it feels like death, doesn't it? Right? When I'm looking to Jesus, right, instead of to myself, when I'm, I'm, I'm saying yes to Jesus, instead of saying yes to everything I want to do, man, that hurts, doesn't it? It's like I'm dying inside. So then death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. It's not a stretch to say that stress is slowly killing us, right? It affects our mind. It affects our body. If we're honest, it even affects our spirit, okay? Yet hear this, when you say yes to Jesus, when you're stressed, all right, perhaps with your money, okay, when you decide, all right, to, 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 to represent the, the, the king of kings with how you spend and save your money, when you determine to walk with God when it comes to giving money to his church, for example, 
when you place your love for God and for others, right? Because the Holy Spirit is in you. He's leading you to feel those things. So if you're a Christian, I know you have those things. Maybe it's been a while since you visited that area of your faith. I've been there. I've been in seasons where I, I don't tune into the Holy Spirit. I don't listen to him. I don't say yes to him. But listen, if you're a Christian, you have a love for God and you have a love for others. It's when you're placing those things, saying yes to him, placing your love for God, placing your love for others above and before Love for self. That's what saying yes to Jesus is all about. When you do that, even in your times of stress, especially in your times of stress, you can be confident of this. You are showing and sharing the life and light of Jesus. And it will be, that's what's going on in verse 12, it will be life-giving to those around you. And it will be glorifying to God in heaven above. God has chosen you, Christian, to carry his treasure, especially in your stress. Now listen, I know sometimes, sometimes you feel weak. Now you might not advertise this, right? Because it's not really a great thing. You know, just say, I'm weak. I'm so weak today. You know, like you don't, you don't, you don't say that, right? But, but, but man, we feel it. You might feel like, man, I'm so weak. I'm actually right on the edge. I feel like I'm, a, I'm about to break. You know, God, I don't know if I can take much more. Hear this. God has blessed you with weakness. He's blessed you. We didn't even barely get into verse 7. All right, verse 7, we got treasure, right? We dove into that a little bit. But, but, but check this out, verse 7. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power, how do you get through your stressful situations? How do you keep looking at Jesus? How do you... To show that this surpassing power is from God and not from us. Check out these jars of clay. Right? Let's, let's take this one. This is pretty weak, pretty fragile. If I dropped it, it would definitely break. Okay? Um, it's it's kind of rough on the outside here. All right? It's not going to cut me, thankfully, but, but it's certainly not polished at all. Um, kind of dirty, if I'm honest. Like, I hope we didn't pay too much money for this this weekend as a prop. Um, often chipped, often cracked. This one looks pretty good, but, man, sometimes damaged for sure. Um, not all that impressive, actually. It's just a clay pot, right? Just a clay pot. You know what they used these things for back in biblical times? All right. Now, now a lot of use is okay, but I'm talking about the main use. The main use was to store garbage. All right, want to get real for a second? Human waste, even, if you're traveling. Yeah, you, yep, nasty, right? So we're not going to stay there, but, but just, like, bad, bad stuff, okay? It held garbage. Whereas the world uses jars of clay to warehouse waste, God uses jars of clay made from the dust of the earth, listen, to transport his treasure all right, Paul is speaking with a metaphor. You and I are the jars of clay. You and I are weak and fragile, which is why we experience stress, by the way. We can't take it. We're not that strong. That's why we're feeling that way. Your life, just like these clay pots, listen, is not all polished. It's not all perfect. Who among us, by the way, doesn't have a history? All right, just like these, these clay jars, man, you and I, we got some scars, don't we? And man, we might not be all that valuable. 
either. To our employers, for example, some of us are in this exact situation. We found out real quick we're not that valued, even though just a short year ago we were called heroes. How about that? Yet God has chosen us as believers, as those who are poor in spirit, those who are weak, right? But rich in Christ, he's chosen us to look, not to our stressful situation, but to look to him, leaning on him in our weakness so that we might show his power and carry his treasure to the world who so desperately needs the gospel. When I was in the water and I was really struggling, you know what I did? I called out to Jesus, all right? I didn't say it audibly because I couldn't breathe, okay? But, but I, like, I thought it, all right? I thought it. I said, God, please help me. And I, and, I, and I did that because I knew I needed his help. I knew I needed his power because, man, I was, I, was, I was just I was not in a good spot, okay? And he gave me, make no mistake, he gave me an awareness. He gave me perspective. He gave me ability. I know it came from him to think clearly, even though I had every right to panic. He didn't take the waves away, but here's what he did. He allowed me to move forward when I was stressed. He did. And I ended up finishing that race. I did. I did. I came across the finish line. It was wonderful. I even like beat my anticipated time. I do not know how that happened, by the way, but I had a goal time and, and I ended up finishing faster than that. And, and check this out. When I came across the finish line, right, I'm coming. Melania, my eight-year-old daughter, she's sitting there. She's cheering for me. Okay, man, I was just like music to my ears. Like, oh my gosh, you know, if I get there, I cross the finish line. I actually was limping, no exaggeration. My, my left hamstring like went... So, so I'm like, so I came across and I'm just like sitting there. A lady comes up. And she's like, do you need medical assistance? And, and I'm like, I think I'll be all right. I just have a problem. I'll be, just give me a minute. You know, so I'm sitting there like that. So Melania's cheering me on. She's cheering me on the whole race. She comes to that, that finish area, the shoot. She comes there and, and she, she comes up and she, she welcomes me and she gives me a hug. I was all sweaty, but she gave me like a little half hug when she realized how wet and nasty I was. And, 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 then, and then she said, good job, daddy. Good job. Awesome. Listen, the solution to stress is faith. The solution to stress is faith. The solution to stress is what? Faith. Okay. It was for me in my first triathlon. It was for Paul as he shared the gospel throughout the entire Roman Empire. And it is for you as well in the stress you're facing today. Faith may not take away the waves. It may not take away the stress, but your faith will sustain you and God will strengthen you. And he will help you to move forward when you're stressed in ways that give God glory and are very helpful and beneficial to others. Verse 16. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we're wasting away, man, the stress is just getting us, right? Though outwardly we're wasting away, yet inwardly we're being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles, I mean, let's just pause for a second. Paul's like, man, people want to literally murder him. People are actually looking for him, all right? People are throwing rocks at him until he dies, like, not a good situation, yet he says this, 
our light and momentary, he's like, yeah, whatever, you know, it's fine. I know where I'm going. It's okay. I got Jesus, right? So for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. The glory that's coming, the glory that awaits. It's so much better and bigger than this stress that we're feeling right now. Verse 18, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen. I don't look at the waves. I don't look at my busy schedule. I don't look at my money situations. Not on what is seen. I don't look at my job situation. I don't don't focus on the stress. I don't fix my eyes on the stress of of the things going on around me and how screwed up my relationships are. I I don't look to those things. Look at, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary. Stress is temporary. But what is unseen is eternal. Don't lose heart. Even though, even though life is hard right now, look to Jesus. Remain close to Him. Be renewed on the inside by taking in those things that are life-giving, the word. This, the word of God, this is bread. This is daily bread that Jesus prayed about in the Lord's prayer. Give us our daily bread. It's this. You and I, we don't live on bread alone, but we live on every mouth that proceeds from the mouth of God. That's our spiritual bread. We need that, taking the word every day, even if it's just the verse of the day a lot of times. Man, just just take in that life-giving word of God. Are you in any faith-building friendships? Man, I hope you are. Whether you are or aren't, get in a blessed group, our whole church, and we're doing the the whole church, the whole Fox River Church, man, we're doing this, this blessed group thing, and it's starting up one week from now, so you still got time to get in a group that is life-giving. Get in on that. And remember this. Resurrection is coming. In your stress, God is preparing you for that glory to come. And remember, this light and momentary affliction, right? It, it, it doesn't, it's nothing compared to the glory to come. As Paul says in Romans 8, verse 17, I believe, he says, listen, our present suffering is not worth comparing to the glory that will be revealed to us. Resurrection is coming. Glory is coming. The solution to our stress is faith. Look to Jesus and live for that day to come. You will finish well, perhaps better than expected. And guess who is cheering you on? Guess when you cross that finish line, guess who's going to be there cheering you on, welcoming you, embracing you, that you might even hear the words, right? Well done, good and faithful servant. Christian, in your stress, say yes to Jesus. What about the person who's not a Christian yet? We're talking about saying yes to Jesus the whole time. We're talking about faith and all that. You're like, I don't even know what that means. I don't know how to say yes to Jesus. I've never done that before. Friend, whether you're at one of our campuses or whether you're online, I mean, just like Friend, it all starts with receiving Jesus as Savior. If you'd like to do that, hey, let's pray together right now. Okay. 
Father, thank you for today. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for dying on the cross for my sins. Lord, I need your forgiveness and I need the life that you are offering me today. I'm trusting you to save. I'm trusting you, Lord, to help me in the stress that I'm feeling right now. God is overwhelmed. It's about to take me over. I'm about to break. Lord, I need your help. I'm placing my faith in you, Lord. I'm doing it right now. And I receive you now. If you just received Jesus for the first time today, just want, I want to ask you to do something right now. Would you just raise your hand? Just let me know, man. I received Jesus today. Online, if you, if you receive Jesus, tell you, type Jesus in the chat. Let somebody know. Father, thank you for the good work you're doing. God, for all of us who believe in you, all who, who by your grace have, and have received you and are now children of yours, Holy Spirit, we ask you this. Continue to lead us. God, to look to Jesus, even in the stressful time, God that we might say yes to you more and more, God, that others might be helped because of it. God, that you would be glorified because of it. Lord, that you would help us show your power and that we would actually get through it. Thank you, Lord. We pray this all in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We hope you were encouraged today. Subscribe to the Fox River Podcast to ensure you don't miss future messages. Stay connected through our social media channels on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, make a difference in the lives of those you know by sharing with them. We are grateful for you and hope you join us again soon.